all my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. All right, let's do it. Okay. Welcome to the School of Doza podcast. I am so happy to have you here, and I appreciate every single question and comment that you send in. So please rate and subscribe and continue to listen. Quick memo. Liver Love is back in stock. It is our number one supplement for inflammation, for hormone regulation, for basically digesting better. Liver Love is probably the supplement that I have every single person who comes into the lounge try. There's a two-month supply that comes with it, 120 pills. If you took one to two a day over the next two to three months, you would have noticed an improvement in your life and your health, especially when it comes to your liver. So if you want to try it out, please use code NURSEDOZA for 15% off, and please order now. All right, we ready to get started? Today we are talking about the gut and how to restore the gut. This is a big, big uh, concern for most people, and I hope this podcast will help you get your gut back in order. So if we're ready to start, class is in session. Let's briefly talk about your gut and why it's more than digesting food. One of the things that your gut does is it gets messed up right, from, right away from all the foods that we try to eat and try to consume on a daily basis. Our digestive tract is a security wall, and a lot of people will filter in food and things that don't belong in our body, and the digestive tract is going to receive all the trauma from these processed foods, and you need to know how to fix your gut because if your gut's been damaged for years, you probably know what this looks like. And if you don't, we're going to talk about it. But the first way to restore your gut is to fast. And when I talk about fasting, keep in mind, fasting is a great tool for your body to use in order to regenerate itself. And all these tips, like I said, you're going to have to help restore your gut. Try one by one. Don't try them all at once, but try one by one. The first one, since we're leading off, is is to fast and for most people fasting is a newer concept because we've been told our whole life that we need to eat and in order to eat we need to eat in order to survive and get nutrients well i think the body does better whenever we fast i think our body thrives when we don't eat food because food is just nutrients and in this country we overconsume too many nutrients and we overconsume too much food and this is very taxing on our body and so when we fast whether it's intermittent fasting or prolonged fasting, it allows our digestive tract a chance to breathe. Because keep in mind, your digestive tract has a bunch of food that's basically being filtered through this. And a lot of people will have processed oils, fats, sugars. Sugar kills the gut and it disrupts the microbiome in the gut. And if you have things like gluten that destroy your gut lining, you have inflammation throughout your digestive tract and your digestive tract starts in your mouth, it ends you know where, 
And with this type of approach, we have inflammation that will be continuously scattered throughout your digestive tract. And it doesn't have to be continuous. It can be you ate a piece of sugar, a piece of fried food a couple of weeks ago, and you're still feeling the effects. Now imagine this has been going on for years and you've only started to get healthier recently, but you've eaten fast food in the 80s or the 90s, you know, consumed sodas and alcohol. All of these things along with medications and your negative thoughts have all gone through the gut. And if you have leaky gut, you have inflammation, you have constipation, you have diarrhea, your digestive tract needs a break. So fasting could be giving a breath of fresh air to your digestive tract to just to function better and allow itself to kind of recalibrate. Intermittent fasting is a great way to start. Most people will do intermittent fasting because it helps them lose weight, but intermittent fasting is a great way to restore your digestive tract. And it can be as simple as skipping breakfast, maybe skipping lunch if you can, and then just eating a dinner or reversing it, maybe having breakfast and then skipping lunch and dinner. But for some people, intermittent fasting helps reduce inflammation throughout the body and in the brain. And it helps restore your digestive tract. I have a research article here that says, intermittent fasting may elicit changes in the gut microbiome that protects against multiple sclerosis. So fasting is a tool for you. It's supposed to help heal you because it's kind of weird to think about it, but food doesn't always help our bodies. If you call it food and you call fast food food, that's definitely not gonna help our bodies. And I know you've eaten a fast food burger every now and then or had a soda, I've had an alcoholic drink, I'm sure, at one point in your life. All of that has damaged the gut at one point. So fasting gives our gut a chance to breathe. And fasting can help, help restore the gut as well. And research has shown that if our gut is at all disrupted, we have disease that sets in. Metabolic syndromes, type 2 diabetes, cancer. We know that there's a direct link between our gut health and our overall health. And fasting is a way to restore our gut health. So if you're up to it, try an intermittent fast, like I said, 12 to 16 hours a day. If you think you're up to it, work your way up to a 24 hour to 36 hour fast. Keep in mind, if you need to talk to your practitioner about it, definitely talk to someone before you start going on this road, because like I said, it's powerful, but it's beneficial. And the second thing that I want you to learn about when it comes to restoring your gut is that there is a way to fix it. Okay, you can actually restore your gut health. Most people just think they have a damaged gut and there's nothing they can do about it. But most people I would guess in this country probably have irritation in the gut, they have gut problems, they just don't talk about it. I talk to people on a daily basis about their gut and their gut problems and how they don't poop on a consistent basis and then their poop doesn't look the, rate, the way it should. Some people don't even know that their poop is off. Some people don't even know their digestive tract is off. And how do you even come up with the symptoms to realize that your digestive tract is off? If you've ever had bloating after a meal, if you've ever cramped after a meal, you have cramps in between meals, if you're tired, if you know there are certain foods that cause you to have a rash or, or bloat after a meal, if you have gas after any one of your meals, burping, flatulence, headaches, all of these things are disruption of your digestive tract. And food should be very easily processed through your body. If you think about a child, a baby, they eat and within 20 or 30 minutes they poop. And it comes in, it comes out very easily. Because keep in mind, the digestive tract is a one-way tract. It only goes one way, it shouldn't go the other way. That's acid reflux, that's the wrong way. So if food is going in and out very easily, you're, you're digesting it, you're breaking down the nutrients, you're absorbing it, and then you're pooping them out. 
or you're peeing them out or you're sweating them out or you're breathing them out. And the digestive tract is a part of the detox process. So if there's what's called leaky gut, which is very common in the digestive tract, you do not digest your food well. And leaky gut is this term that is very common amongst anyone that has constipation or diarrhea or bloating or gas, which is most people in this country. And the interesting thing about leaky gut is that it's caused by your lifestyle. Yes, some people genetically don't digest food very well, but I almost guarantee you that the foods that people are consuming on a daily basis are so processed that it's very detrimental to our digestive tract and it leads to all kinds of health issues down the road. I don't have the study in front of me, but I remember reading years ago that colon cancer went up sky high in all the Asian countries that started introducing fast food restaurants to their culture within less than 10 years, colon cancer went up. Your colon, your digestive tract has to absorb all the foods you eat. And if it's having a hard time doing it due to gluten and sugar and dairy, then it irritates the gut and it pokes holes in it. Leaky gut syndrome is literally gluten coming in like a pitchfork and a poking a hole directly into your gut lining. Now for a visual, your digestive tract is a big tunnel. It's coming, starting in your mouth, ending in your anus, and it's a tunnel and it's like a big pipe. Leaky gut means that sugar, gluten, dairy, oils, alcohol has poked holes in this plumbing, in the, in the holes, in the, in the walls of the plumbing, and it's causing food to not be absorbed the way it should be. And it's processing through these pipes, it's processing through your digestive tract in a weird way. And it's causing irritation. Foods that help cause leaky gut are processed foods and they should be cut out of your diet immediately. If you think gluten is causing you a problem or if you don't know, you just cut it out. I'm telling you right now, gluten is so processed nowadays because it's found in almost all processed carbohydrates. I almost assume that it's causing irritation in most people and I would say cut it out and see what happens. Cut out gluten, cut out sugar, cut out dairy and see if you notice a decrease in bloating or cramps or fatigue after your meals. 60 to 30 minutes after you eat a meal, see if you have any gas. If you had gas, flatulence, you were burping after certain meals, your food was not agreeing with your digestive tract and you need to cut it out of your diet. This is the process that we start an, an elimination diet with. And when you eliminate the foods, keep in mind, it's almost similar to doing the fast like we talked about. If you fast, you're doing an elimination diet, you're removing foods that are causing damage to your gut, you're giving your gut a chance to breathe, that's the first step into fixing your gut. You have to remove the foods that are causing the issue. If you don't know, look at the dirty seven. Gluten, sugar, dairy, um, I mean, eggs for some people, shellfish. Uh, I mean, there's all kinds of things that could be causing the issue. And if you think your diet's really clean and perfect, it's probably not. There's something else you could probably work on. I'm working on mine every single day, every single year. Because the foods that feed the gut are not your typical foods that you find in a typical daily American lifestyle. The foods that you help feed your gut and help it become healthy are fermented foods like sauerkraut and kimchi, yogurt, kefir, pickles. These are healing foods. These have been even shown in research to help promote gut health and fix leaky gut. And you can never say, oh, you can't fix something. You can, you can restore it. You can help replenish it. Our bodies were designed to do that if we just give it a chance to breathe. Our digestive tract is able to heal itself if you just stop eating 
and allow your body to heal in between meals. But if you snack all the time and eat three to four, five meals a day, your digestive tract is overwhelmed and you're not even eating the right foods. We need to eat the right foods for the digestive tract. Things like fish oil, fatty fish are great for the digestive tract. They're healthy in vitamin D and omega-3 fatty acids, which is great for the digestive tract. If you eat sauerkraut, that is fermented food that helps replenish the microbiome and the probiotics in your gut. Probiotics are great, but you know what one of my favorite supplements is for the gut? L-glutamine. L-glutamine is an amino acid. It has been shown in research to help repair leaky gut and damaged digestive tracts. L-glutamine is a supplement you can get off the, the counter, the shelf. We have it in our gut powder. There's four grams of L-glutamine in our gut powder by MSW Nutrition. And I tell most people who take our gut powder, please give us feedback on how it helps your gut because that's why it's called gut. Most glutamine products are being promoted for muscle growth. We promote it for helping the gut because most people have digestive problems. And L-glutamine is an amino acid that directly helps to restore the intestinal lining. Could you think that leaky gut is disrupted L-glutamine or a deficiency of L-glutamine? Possibly. But this is what I do know. When people supplement with L-glutamine, one to two scoops in the morning, four to eight grams in the morning, on an empty stomach with just water, people poop better. And this podcast is for the people who don't poop well. I want you to poop better. This is a sign of health. Poops, healthy poops are a sign of health. And we're going to keep talking about it because we're talking about the digestive tract. Poops are the toxins that don't belong in your body. And if you're constipated, you have leaky gut and you're backed up, you're not getting rid of toxins from your body. And those toxins come from our negative thoughts, the foods we eat, the, the, the horrible processed drinks we consume. And our digestive tract is supposed to eliminate this. And if your digestive tract is off, you're not able to, to eliminate the toxins. I can tell you right now, you're going to live a long, unhealthy life, or maybe a short, unhealthy life. IBS, leaky gut, irritable bowel syndrome, it's found in Crohn's, found in colitis. Crohn's and colitis are two autoimmune inflammatory disorders of the gut lining. They end in itis, inflammation. What are we dealing with when we're dealing with a gut lining that is disrupted, we're dealing with inflammation. Sugar feeds inflammation. You need to stop eating processed sugar. Bread feeds inflammation. You need to stop eating processed bread. It's horrible for your digestive tract. You, if you want leaky gut, the quickest way to do it is eat a bunch of bread. I don't even care if it's sourdough. Sourdough will be helpful, but what are you eating with the sourdough as well? Okay, that's not. you're not just eating bread by itself, let's be honest, all right? We consume multiple foods at the same time. It overwhelms our system and it's too much for us. You need to eat one thing at a time and enjoy it. But if you throw everything together in a bowl like I do, I'm consuming food because it's sustenance. I don't really care about the taste. I just want food or nutrients in my body so it gives me the gasoline I need in order to, to finish my day. But sometimes the wrong food slows me down. So I'm saying replace the wrong foods with the right foods it speeds up your digestive tract, starts to heal it, and now it starts to get you back on the right track to healthier poops, healthier weight loss, healthier mood, healthier energy. All of this is affected by leaky gut and a, an inflamed digestive tract. 
So the first two things you need to do to restore your gut is one, start to fast some way, intermittent fasting or prolonged fasting. Number two, you need to fix the gut lining, L-glutamine, omega-3s, fermented foods. The third thing you need to do to restore your gut is restore the microbiome. And you keep hearing me talk about microbiome. Microbiome is an environment. It's a, it's a, it's a community in your digestive tract. The microbiome is a community of bugs, all kinds of bugs and pathogens. You call them microorganisms, bacteria, viruses, fungus, all of these things, parasites. They're all in our digestive tract, and they make up this environment called our microbiome. And one of the things that the microbiome does for us is it provides us with an immune system. Your digestive tract has two parts to it. It has the lining, which is the plumbing, and sitting on top of the, the, the plumbing is like a carpet, a rug, a shag rug, if you will, that's called your microbiome. And this rug is full of good bacteria, good viruses, good fungus, good parasites. And it is there as a communication to the brain, but also to protect us and strengthen our immune system. This was discovered years ago. We've known about this for years. And we know that the microbiome is so crucial to our overall health that diet, age, and stress can directly influence it and cause disease as a byproduct of a disruption of our microbiome. Our microbiome is a fermented environment. You ever felt like muggy or humidity when you walk in, you know, around Texas or maybe even Florida around the coast, you feel that humidity? That's what it's like in our digestive tract. We need good bacteria. We need good bugs in our digestive tract because it builds up our immune system. It helps us digest food better. If there's any disruption in the microbiome, disease soon follows after. You can call it diabetes, obesity, cancer. I can call it leaky gut. You call it cardiovascular disease. I call it Crohn's. Because keep in mind, if there's irritation of the gut, the gut is a security wall. And if it's been damaged in any way or disrupted in any way, your digestive tract, your immune system, your overall function is thrown off. And you might notice this because you're bloated, you're gaining weight, or you're not pooping the right way. But this is in your 20s when you start noticing this. If you start having acid reflux and heartburn in your 20s or 30s, most people are conditioned just to take an antiacid, one, some tums you find over the counter. If you have acid reflux or burping, your digestive tract is off and you're, you shouldn't have anything going up towards your mouth again. Once it enters your mouth and it goes down your throat, it should be headed towards your intestines. At no point should you be verping or having some kind of acid reflux on top of it or heartburn. Your body is not agreeing with whatever you're putting in there. And if your microbiome is disrupted because of leaky gut, you're not gonna be healthier. And sometimes it's the things we do to our bodies that makes our microbiome disrupted. That brings us to antibiotics. Who here has ever taken an antibiotic in their life? Everyone should probably raise their hand in their head because I almost guarantee every single one of you has taken an antibiotic at one point in their life. Antibiotics are great medications because they kill bacteria that don't belong in our bodies. But when we found out about antibiotics destroying the bad bacteria in our body, in 1954, we discovered something called probiotics or good bacteria. This was long discovered after antibiotics have been discovered and used so now you have an antibiotic, which is exactly like it sounds, against life is the Greek terminology. Probiotic comes from the Greek term for life. 
Your microbiome contains probiotics that are for life, for you, for health. Antibiotics kill life. That's what medications do to you. Your antibiotics kill a pathogen, something living in your body that doesn't belong there. But have you ever heard of the idea that once you kill any bacteria in your body, whether it's good or bad, it disrupts your entire system? If you consume an antibiotic, not only did you wipe out the bad bacteria, but you wiped out the good bacteria as well. That's what it is. An, an antibiotic is an A-bomb. It just kills everything in sight that's a bacteria. It won't kill a virus, won't kill a parasite, but it'll kill every bacteria in sight, even the good bacteria, even the probiotics that we need. And our microbiome needs a lot of good bacteria, a lot of bacteria. When you consume antiseptics and you try to sterilize yourself, you're killing your good bacteria. When you spray all those antiseptics all over the countertop, there's bacteria on there that your body needs in order to consume to restore its microbiome. Why? Because our immune system defends anything in our environment. And our immune system will take in little pits of our environment and builds it up and puts it part of the immune system to be able to respond to that stress in the future. Now, staph infections don't really go away in a lot of people. If you've ever been to the gym, you know you have to wear sandals in the, in the shower. You know you have to wipe the machines down. Staph can be a contact bacterial infection transferred from feet to arms, just the skin. If you go to the hospital and you're in the hospital for longer than a week, they put you at something called a contact risk room because they're worried about you getting MRSA, which is a really bad form of, of staph. Yes, we took an antibiotic to get rid of the staph infection, but guess what? Staph never really went away. If you were to check something called a GI map, which is a stool sample that checks all the bacteria in your body, you could see how much staph bacteria you have versus healthy probiotic you know, uh, strains. And if you look and I say, okay, what's a good bacteria? Lactobacillus is a good bacteria. That's part of the probiotics that we want. And if there's not enough lactobacillus and there's too much staph, that's a disrupted microbiome and that person is unhealthy. Okay, so let me just kind of reiterate that again. A healthy microbiome has more lactobacillus and less staph. It needs a little bit of staph, but not too much. When a person gets sick with a staph infection or even strep, it raises the strep, the strep or staph, it lowers the lactobacillus, and then an antibiotic comes and just wipes out all the bacteria, both good and bad. And it's weird because after this, we know that an antibiotic will wipe out all the bacteria. It's almost rare nowadays a practitioner will tell a person to take a probiotic after they finish their antibiotic. It makes sense. You're going to wipe out all the bacteria. You need to restore it. But it is rare to walk into a traditional allopathic clinic and have a practitioner in a white coat say, here's an antibiotic. As soon as you're done, make sure you start taking a probiotic because your health is going to need it. There's the term bacterial resistance. If you've ever taken penicillin when you were younger, it doesn't work when you're older. Why? Because bacteria are smart. The bacteria that lives in our body are smart. They are designed to live. Viruses are designed to live. Parasites are designed to live. They thrive off of a host, a cell. Once those bad bugs are in your body, they're going to do everything they can to survive. Viruses don't go away. We've talked about bacteria. There's good viruses in our body, but guess what? Bad uh, viruses don't go away. Just ask someone with cold sores or herpes. Chicken pox turns into shingles. 
if viral infections stay in our body, what does it look like when they don't leave? What does it look like when bad bacteria stays in our body too long? It looks like disease. And you are what you eat. So if you're feeding disease that's already living in your microbiome or inflammatory bacteria and viruses that are not supposed to be in your digestive tract, every time you consume an alcoholic beverage, a highly processed trans fat or fast food burger, you are directly contributing to the disruption of your microbiome and contributing to an unhealthy digestive tract. You want to know why you can't get better? You want to know why you have to keep taking antibiotics year after year while you're getting cold after cold, upper respiratory infection, upper respiratory infection? It's because you never fixed your gut. You took an antibiotic, you never took a probiotic, and then you went right back to eating more fast food. If you consume fast food, guess what? None of that was grown in a ground. And you know why organic food from your backyard is so important? Because the food grown in soil comes from and the environment's microbiome. Your backyard garden has bacteria in the soil. It has viruses in the soil. We need to eat that food because then we can consume not only the nutrients from the plant, but the bugs, the bacteria and the viruses in that plant as well. The bugs that come from our backyard garden are living within our soil. If you have an above raised ground garden bed, and you have healthy organic soil, hopefully there's bugs in that soil that are gonna contribute to supplying the bacteria that our digestive tract needs in order to be healthy. Our human body is only as healthy as the environment it lives in. If you consume fast food and live in a toxic environment, your digestive tract, your health, your microbiome is gonna to be toxic. If you choose to live a life outside eating raw organic foods coming from healthy soil with healthy nutrients and healthy bugs in the soil, then your digestive tract will be healthier. Take it a step further. You want to restore your gut? Go back to the first thing we talked about, fasting. Imagine you fast for a day or two. And then when you break your fast, you had basically given your, chance, your body a chance to breathe. When you break your fast, you're now reintroducing foods, hopefully from your local backyard, your local farm to table market, whatever is organic enough to get those bugs from the soil in your backyard into your digestive tract. I've seen people go as far as to just eat organic soil and dirt because there's nutrients in that, right? There's nutrients in the dirt. And the whole reason we used to eat food from the dirt was because we wanted to get the nutrients from the dirt. It's just the, it, it came out in the foods that we consumed and we grew from it. But now since we don't grow our own foods and we're definitely not farmers anymore and we have everything delivered to us, we don't cook our own foods. We don't grow our own foods. How much of a disconnect in our health and our environment do we have now because we're not products of our environment, a healthy one at least. We're products of a toxic processed environment and it's a reflection in our digestive tract. So, so far, we've given three ways to help restore your gut. You could start fasting. It's a tool anyone can use. You just have to work your way up to what's comfortable for you. Intermittent fasting or prolonged fasting. Number two, you have to restore and support the gut lining, which means cut out foods that don't belong, add foods that do. The third thing is you have to restore the microbiome. The least you could do is start taking a probiotic or eating food from your farm to table market. And we talked about 
Another way to restore your gut, the fourth way to restore your gut is to start taking L-glutamine. And I briefly mentioned it a while ago in the supplements. Supplementation is very helpful, even in digestive problems. And people will say, yeah, I've taken a probiotic. That's not enough sometimes, because keep in mind, your digestive tract has a floor and then it has carpet on top of it. The carpet is the microbiome, the floor is the lining. And if you have leaky gut, you damage the flooring. If you took an antibiotic, you wiped out the rug and the carpet. So restoring the gut means you have to restore the carpet and the rug microbiome, and you have to restore the gut lining, which is the intestinal tract. L-glutamine restores the gut lining. Imagine if gluten came in and poked a bunch of holes in your gut lining, there'd be a bunch of holes on your floors. You fall right through if you try to walk through. Well, that's what happens with food. It falls right through the holes and it doesn't get processed correctly. Leaky gut syndrome has holes, big open gaps in all the digestive tract. And L-glutamine acts like stucco and patches up the leaky gut. So then food can get absorbed and pass through correctly. If you were to supplement with L-glutamine, it has been shown in research to help with irritable bowel syndrome, diarrhea, IBS, and constipation. It, I have research here that shows L-glutamine is depleted during infection or illness in the digestive tract. So you imagine you ever went to travel somewhere and you got a stomach bug, right? A virus, a bacterial infection, something in your digestive tract, your gut, it made it come out both ends, loose, right? That caused the depletion of glutamine in your digestive tract. And could we say irritation, inflammation, leaky gut is L-glutamine deficiency? Maybe. L-glutamine is an essential amino acid in humans. It is a major energy source for the digestive tract. We need L-glutamine in our digestive tract. Probiotics are great, but you need L-glutamine. Imagine if you took L-glutamine and probiotics together on a consistent basis and you started fasting, you started cleaning up your diet. This is the steps that you need in order to restore your gut. It takes some time. If you've had gut issues for a while, it's gonna take some time to restore the gut. But that's okay though. We have lots of time. We have lots of time to restore the gut. Every single day is a new day to add something back to your health. Every day is a new meal, a new chance to eat something different, a new chance to start a new routine, to break a bad habit, to make a better habit. Taking L-glutamine on a daily basis can help restore your gut. Hence why it is one of our top selling supplements because everyone has digestive issues. It's nothing incredibly unique. All we did was took L-glutamine, four grams of it, put it in a scoop, put it in a big bottle, and now you have three or four months of L-glutamine to where you can add a scoop of it to your shake, your water, your, your energy drink in the morning, and all of a sudden you're adding a little gift to your gut every single day. Every scoop of L-glutamine powder adds a little more integrity to the gut lining. Glutamine has been shown to decrease... GI symptoms, especially when it comes to GI diseases like Crohn's. So yes, L-glutamine should be right up there with changing your diet, removing the negative thoughts as much as you can, and helping restore your overall health and function. And what's fascinating about the, the, the amount of glutamine, it doesn't take much. Four to 15 grams of L-glutamine can make a world of a difference. I've read reports going as high as 30 grams. It's an incredible supplement. It's easy to digest. It literally restores your gut lining. 
do it on an empty stomach first thing in the morning. And if you start doing it, do two scoops first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and see what it does for your poops. And the fifth way to restore your gut is to eat gut food. You are what you eat. If you eat food that helps support a healthy gut, you become healthier. There are foods out there that help support a healthy gut. Avocados are great for supporting the digestive tract. It has the right kind of fiber that helps report, uh, repair the gut lining and the collagen and the tissue down there. Kefir, kombucha, kimchi, these fermented foods are great for the digestive tract. Please start to consume some of them. Jicama, jicama is a great fruit for your digestive tract. Jicama avocados are all the same fiber, inulin, that go and help support your digestive tract. And if you imagine a recipe, a gut plan, a gut food menu for your digestive tract, it includes jicama, avocados, aloe vera juice, ginger, peppermint oils, and of course you want fermented foods, but it also means you're cutting out foods that don't belong in your diet. So eating gut food means not eating foods that destroy your gut. And some of the foods that destroy your gut are some of the foods you eat on a daily basis and you don't even realize it. If you've ever consumed tomatoes, peppers, walnuts, cashews, even peas, peanuts, green beans, any of those foods have something in there called lectins, which is an anti-nutrient for the digestive tract. If you are plant-based and you consume tomatoes, tomatoes are a nightshade vegetable that contain a high amount of lectins, which are an anti-nutrient. People who consume tomatoes on a regular basis could have a disruption of their digestive tract, which causes inflammation. And some people don't know this. I live in Austin, Texas. You know how many people consume chips and salsa on a daily basis? How many people like me were consuming salsa all the time with tomatoes and peppers in it, and it was inflaming my gut? I did a food sensitivity test, and guess what came up on my food sensitivity? Tomatoes in high amounts, but it's plant-based. It's a vegetable, well, it's a fruit. And you say, but this is good for me. Tomatoes are healthy for me. Not for me, because when I cut out tomatoes and peppers from my diet, my stomach went flat, like really flat. Like I finally had the six pack. And all I did was cut out salsa. And I said, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? I cut out tomatoes and peppers and I get a six pack and you talk about a sacrifice. Let me ask you if you're able to do this. You want to lose some weight? You want to fix your gut? Can you cut out chips and salsa for a whole year? You want to lose weight? You want to fix your gut? You want to poop on a consistent daily basis? You're going to cut out nuts for a whole year. You want to poop healthy poops, consistent poop. You want to feel great after you feel like you got a good poop out. Then you got to cut out seed oils. You got to cut out green beans. You got to cut out the vegan pea protein that's destroying your gut lining. Why? Because all of these things have lectins in them. Lectins are anti-nutrients. And when I say lectins are anti-nutrients, they keep other nutrients from being absorbed. Your digestive tract likes magnesium and copper and iron. And if you consume tomatoes and nuts like cashews and walnuts, peanuts and green peas, 
All of those things are anti-nutrients that block you from absorbing calcium and magnesium and zinc and iron, all the other nutrients you need in order to function. That's why it's called anti-nutrient. And if you consume the tomato on top of the gluten bread with a little bit of cheese on it, this is why you're bloated all the time. This is why your digestive tract is off. If you cleaned up your diet in the last three or four years, I'm telling you, there's years of processed foods that have gone through your digestive tract that still have caused damage and still haven't been fixed. If you're pooping on a consistent, healthy basis, it looks like a brown banana and it looks kind of moist. It shouldn't smear really. And it shouldn't be too hard to push out. If I ask anyone in the room how many times they poop on a daily basis, you will be shocked of all the different answers. It's rare to find someone, man or female, who poops on a consistent daily basis in a healthy way. It is rare and it takes work to get there. Why? Because our lifestyle disrupts our digestive tract. And yes, you wanted to get healthier, you started listening to this podcast, thank you. But we gotta restore all the damage from years of antibiotics and processed fast food and sodas and alcohol. And keep in mind, sugar disrupts the microbiome. It causes uh, dysfunction in the gut. You've heard of small intestinal bacteria overgrowth. It comes from sugar, bad sugar. Leaky gut comes from too much gluten. And if you're eating fermented foods and it's still bloating you, you're not ready for it because fermented foods should be easy to digest in the digestive tract. And if it's not, then we have a big problem. If you can't handle your kefir and your kombucha, your kimchi, and then we have a problem where we cannot digest this food properly. And if that's the case, then we have to back up a bit. If you're eating fermented foods right now and it doesn't agree with you, you're not ready for them. Back up, do an elimination diet, start fasting again, start incorporating some of the foods we talked about, like jicama, avocados, aloe vera, start incorporating L-glutamine, do more fasting, do it monthly if you can. Try eating tripe and menudo, right? All that's intestinal tract. If you ever had menudo before, it's delicious. It's gut food. If you want a healthy gut, why not eat some, why not eat some intestinal tract? And fiber will take you only so long. It'll only take you so far. Fiber is not everything. It helps, but you need more than just fiber. So you can't just keep taking Metamucil this whole time and expect it to work out. It would have worked out a long time ago. You don't know where to start? Elimination diet, food sensitivity test, cut out foods you know that are inflammatory to your body. Buy some gut powder that has L-glutamine in it. Start buying some more avocados, right? All these things help. And if you do them in combination, like I said, it's gonna take longer than just a few months, longer than 30 days. You gotta give this a year. And the worse the digestive tract, the longer it's gonna take to reset this. But once you've reset your digestive tract, you wanna know how it works? You want to know how you know you reset your digestive tract if you did it right? You can consume fermented foods and not burp or fart. You digest it well and your stomach is a lot flatter than it used to be. And there's no bloating after a meal. That's how you know your digestive tract is fixed. And then all you have to do is look in the toilet after you poop and say, yep, I did a good job there. Good job, digestive tract. Good job, immune system. Good job, team. We're working together in sync and things are flowing. I hope that this was an eye-opener. You're not alone. There's tons of people. Everyone has digestive issues. Even I did. I didn't even know it until I cut out tomatoes from my diet and did a food sensitivity test. So go out of your way to take control of your health and it will be worth in the long run.
The reason I'm lean now is because my diet is a, is a diet that follows an anti-inflammatory protocol. If you have autoimmune disorders, you have to do an anti-inflammatory diet, one that helps support the digestive tract. If you support the digestive tract with an anti-inflammatory diet, you can help reduce inflammation in things like autoimmune disorders, metabolic disorders, even neurological disorders. Because remember, the gut's the second brain, right? Anything that's going on in the gut eventually is gonna go to the brain. The gut lining is the same as the blood-brain barrier. And if there's disruption with leaky gut, you have leaky brain syndrome as well. Things are going in and out that don't belong there, like staph and strep and other infections. So it is vital that we support our gut health. And it's vital that we take some kind of initiative on a daily basis to support it. So when people say, what supplement should I be taking? L-glutamine for your gut. You should be eating tons of avocados. Try cutting out some tomatoes or nuts and do a fast once in a while, right? And if you can, tolerate it. A little kimchi, a little non-lactose kefir. I love those things and they can really help your gut. In closing, I hope this podcast was helpful for you. This is something that everyone deals with on a daily basis, but there are ways to help improve it. If you need to listen to this podcast again, listen to it again and keep listening over and over and over again. If you still need help a little more tailored to your needs, I suggest ordering a food sensitivity test. We have one to choose from that we order online all the time and we order for our clients here. You can go to mswlounge.com and under just the lab checks uh, section, there's a gut panel there. Food sensitivity panel, any of those, you pick it up, buy it, it gets mailed to you. You can see what foods you're sensitive to. If you wanna do the GI map test where it looks at all the bacteria, the microbiome, all the, all the fungus and parasites, we can order that for you. We can go over it together, mswlounge.com. And we can figure out more about your gut. If you wanna do a consult with me and talk about your gut health, talk about your poops, talk about how to fix it, mswlounge.com. If you wanna supplement L-glutamine, gut powder, our gut powder by mswnutrition.com. Use Nurse Doza for a discount. You can do this. We've all been working on our guts. Everyone has. I work on it every single day. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm doing it for my health. You can do it for yourself as well. Keep listening to the podcast. Share it with a friend. Class has concluded. Keep on working on your health, and we'll see you next time.